0: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: This is KGB. 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 What up, is DJ EFN.
0: Yo, and this is your man made in digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and dice. That's good yeah that was good. <laughs> all right so we, we've been do- doing a lot of back and forth about the the political scene uh, over the last few days and just given the climate, I think we all felt like it's probably a good time to just jump on and and talk, talk about. we were
2: doing basically whether it be text or on the phone we were basically podcasting without podcasting So we fig- we figured let's just record this um you know because we have a pending election. Right. right around the corner
1: and ultimately you know whatever whoever people vote for we're, we're saying vote right that's our that's what we're that's the most important thing shit out there and some, vote since we're coming to that that be time counted. now right yeah. be counted and I, and I think as it pertains to what we typically talk about um I, I know from you know my point of view like my son has definitely been paying attention like interested in the whole voting process and what it means and um, you know, watching us do the ballots and even listening to when we had to we had the second debate on for part of it, and and he actually seemed interested to to hear what was going on. Yeah. I'm not sure what he makes of it, but um, but I mean, even his class, I could hear through his uh, his Zoom school classroom setting that uh that they were doing um, like make believe voting during during school yeah, that's and we, we've always told him like and at least this is kind of my takeaway from growing up that you know voting was uh like private who you were voting for was uh, you know unless you really felt the need to share but most of the time that's kind of everyone's own private business and uh everyone at least in the past was a bit f- seemed to be more respective respectable of each other's decisions and not prying too much so we were always kind of told him like look you know if someone asks you or if they're interested you just say that's oh, private business and so he was even kind of confused by that when they started uh doing the the fake voting at school he called us in he's like ah um they want us to do this voting but it's private i can't tell who, <laughs> who i want to vote for but you know they were voting for like a cat or a dog or something like that i don't know what it was? That's interesting,
2: right? I mean, it's like what I said earlier before we started recording. It's like the age old time where you know it, they you would say don't talk uh, religion and politics at the dinner table, and it seems like we've gone far from that because it it just everything's very partisan, everything's very tribal. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not afraid to discuss some of my politics. You know, I I just feel that uh, I'm not a fan of the current presidency. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And um and I think that the rhetoric coming from from the White House as of lately ha- has really made it where it's like it's it's not private anymore. It's like
1: it's more brass. Yeah, you here they're with her, or for or against us, and right, and it, right, and it right. Separates people.
2: And, and and then the other side, you know, and it's everything's gone very um very what's the word to the extreme so you have the yeah. extreme left and the extreme right and and it's in those are the loudest voices in the room mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of caught in the middle like oh shit you know i better i better pick a side here you know and my blood and my crib Who, what am i who am i rolling with you know that's yeah. funny
0: it's funny you said that and it's interesting i you we know the red associated with bloods and the blue associated with chris but it's really interesting how that aligns you know with the democratic uh, the the parties right The right. the two parties it's funny because when you say, you know, the the separation of, of religion and, or sorry, the privacy of religion and and politics, politics. Um, we talk about that in my household, right? Like, we, we're always like, yo, there was a time when that wasn't discussed in public. And we actually coach our kids. We, we're very careful about how we frame it because we're not saying don't use your freedom of speech. That's not what we're trying to convey. But we are saying... These topics are very divisive. People have their factions, their beliefs. It shouldn't really jade your perspective of who these people are. But in all reality, we're all biased to something. So it does tend to shift us one place or or the other. So when my wife and I came back from voting the other day, we we voted early, like I know the rest of you guys did, it was, it was a, they ran to the door as soon as we opened and it was like, so who'd you vote for? And yep. and we were like, they're telling you nothing. That's our <laughs> that's our decision.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> and they're looking at us all confused. They're like, You voted for Biden, right? And I'm like, Why would I vote for Biden? And they're looking at me like, Dad, stop playing. You voted for Biden, right? And I'm like, Where'd you get this from? Like, <laughs> I'm 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 self-analyzing, like, okay, how obviously we're watching the news all the time and we're actually trying to watch different types of news but i think the overwhelming message that they're getting is a lot of really audacious things coming out of the president and more i guess i don't want to speak for them but like logical approaches to things from biden and his camp right and so that's they, have, they think that that's how we think, and that's what they would appreciate we would vote for. So at the end of the day, we did vote for Biden, but we didn't tell them that. And, and we keep harping on this whole thing. So from that, we created kind of this game that we're going to play on election night, where my daughter, she likes to draw. She's going to draw the U.S. map, and we're going to go do the diligence around what states have what electoral votes, counts, and kind of walk through that entire process with them with all of all three of them, so the four year old's kind of like, what the fuck is going on but I'm in <laughs> and, and so we we were kind of already teated up for for election night, and they're like pumped, so they're like ingesting all this information and trying to figure out you know how to how to approach it but it's it's been a really interesting thing so far and and for them, unfortunately, the divisiveness is I think the spark. For them to figure, you know, to to have interest, because if I put myself in their shoes, and I was seven, thirteen, you know, four, yeah, you weren't
2: paying attention to any of this shit up. about right.
0: politics, but it's super like, on top like, of
2: mind. Like you were, you weren't paying attention to what Lincoln was saying. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old you are, right? Yeah, about about.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, like. Uh, and another thing I, I came across, so uh, one of my neighbors, he sent me um, an email, and I, I this shit blew me the fuck away. Um, I've never seen something so bold be sent to, from from a CEO of a company to their customer base, right? So, right. Uh, it's it's the CEO of Expensify, so it's an expense submission software. Um, the guy's name is David Barrett. So so David, that's the subject of the email says. Protect democracy. Vote for Biden. And when I saw that shit, I lost it. Because back to the same thing we started with, right? Like, these things are private. Like, nobody's accustomed, really, to talking about them in the public. Let alone risk dividing your customer base, your livelihood, based on your views, right? right. And and this this guy goes in very boldly saying, and I'll just read you the first sentence here. Actually, maybe two. I know you don't want to hear this from me, and I guarantee I don't want to say it, but we are facing an unprecedented attack on the foundations of democracy itself. If you are a U.S. citizen, anything less than a vote for Biden is a vote against democracy. Deep. Crazy, right? Bars. <laughs> so, so, like, this dude is risking... I mean, you gotta you gotta think about the context of this shit, right? So you've got you got a board that you have to answer to as a CEO, you've got investors that you have to comply with, right? And and make them money, essentially. Yeah. You've got your own customer base that you have to support and make sure that they're they're supported, right? They they got what they need. And then you're gonna go to bat for Biden because it's so skewed the all the all the way the other way with what's happening right now and all the, you know, the rhetoric that we're hearing. So I I thought that was, that was, I've never seen that in my lifetime. I don't know anybody who has. Um, So I bring that to you (laughs) because I I can't think of anything even remotely similar.
2: I I mean, let's, let's think about talking about how um, contentious and, and sensitive it is like, you know, being here in Florida, that it's a battleground state. Yeah. And, um, me being Cuban American and us being, you know, being Latino. Uh, well, you know, KGB by association. By association, <laughs> <laughs> KGB. <laughs> That's already going to ruin this this con- this topic that I'm bringing up.
1: That's all right. My son is Latino.
2: <laughs> um, you know, it's just it is it's crazy how and it's crazy how they're targeting um the population and 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 just throwing all the 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 extreme things at them to just like sway these votes and and it's it almost seems careless and what's the word i'm looking for man i don't know i mean i guess careless is is, is i know there's a better word to describe it but it's definitely careless because we're just i feel like we're really divided as a as a country Um, and so I guess the question is really, and you asked the question, but I'm going to come respond with a question is based on that CEO and what he did, like, what do you guys think in terms of like putting out your convictions publicly and, and just, you know, I don't know. It it does seem pretty black and white to me personally, pun intended
0: or not intended. What do you mean? You said black and white. I mean, that's that's at the core. I think of a lot of the discourse right now.
1: Oh, no, I'm pun
0: intended. Yeah, pun intended. Oh, oh you intended. mean racially divided? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, 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 no. No pun intended. I, I mean, just it, just it, just seems like that. By you know, by the choices we have, but then it's so crazy because you know it's easy from the outside looking in, but when you, you know, kind of like go on the on the micro level versus the macro level i've been loving to say that lately a lot but uh and you come in and you zoom in on south florida and the way that they're you know explaining to to the population here that's vulnerable in the sense that they a lot of them whether they themselves or their ancestors or you know or their family come from countries that have been affected by socialism and 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 wars that are that are tied in somehow to to socialist movements um Then you just have to, you know, just throw some sound bites of some of the of the extreme left and some of the stuff they've actually really said for real in real life. Right. And then, you know, and then you just scare them to think that, you know, a vote for for Biden causes this, which is insanity, you know? Yeah. But so, again, I'm just saying, like, you know, you you, want to, like, empathize with the people who. Who have a have, have a like a, a genuine fear. They're not, you know, like some people be like, oh, you're a racist if you vote for Trump. Yeah. You know, you want to empathize for their genuine fear, but then how do you reach them and you know and 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 you know have your conviction to say, hey, look, it's a, it's a pretty simple choice, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Um don't don't be fooled by by this rhetoric or by these little talking points. And, and let's just see what we have in front of us, you know, and, and it's a clear choice in my opinion. So, I mean, do you guys think that would you like like it seems like, I hey, I like think you're, th- you're sticking more to like, no, nah, I'm gonna keep it private and I'm not gonna meddle yeah. anybody else's politics, basically.
1: Well, I think it also just boils down to like what people's bandwidth is for actually reading the materials and investigating and, you know, being able to make their own choices on things. Um, I, I think there's so many people because we live in this like soundbite world at this point and the headline world where the headline could say anything doesn't even necessarily have what the context of, you know, whatever the piece is about or the news is about, but like that alone is what people will walk away with. And that'll, that'll sway their decision on which way they're going. And, and, and just the way that, that, the labeling like just the, the broad labeling happens now you know if you support this person then demonizing you're like, you know, yeah then you're labeled as this and you support that person then you're labeled as this and then there's no nuance for for any of it that's a scary thing to me but i think to your question it's just uh, yeah like, i mean i think i think it's fine to have conversations with people about you know what what our own points of view are but i think I think whoever we're talking to or talking with, like, you have to be able to um, be open to hearing the information and then making informed you know, making the, Yeah, the informed decisions. And I and I don't know where. I just feel like the world is such a crazy place right now, especially in the U.S. with not just the election, but with COVID and fatigue and um, all the social unrest that I think I think people. So tired that it's hard to get that information out to people.
0: That that's one of the obviously points of contention, right? COVID because it's happening right now, it's affected so many of us uh, in like a very personal, real way. Um, it, it's black and white, right? Back to using that term. Like I know I I have a clear understanding of what Biden will attempt to do when he has an opportunity to i haven't heard anything on the other side to suggest a game plan
2: right at all o- only blaming the lack of on the other side i can't do this because of this yeah. or i you know that's the only thing i've ever heard really
0: yeah. and and i mean you know the nature of politics is you're 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 saying a lot of things to to get in office right and i i get that and a lot of and i'm not going to say that they're blowing smoke but the time and the resources and there's a bunch of variables that come into play when you're actually in office trying to get shit done. Um, But at a, at a very basic level, if you have a well thought out approach and it's logical and it makes sense, nine times out of 10, I can support something like that. Right. And then, uh, you know, there's other, other variables, but I just haven't seen anything, (laughs) anything at all to even come rectify the biggest issue that we have globally—I mean, obviously we care more about the U.S. and this um, political state—but like, bro, like, wh- what are we talking about?
1: <laughs> I, don't I mean, try- just in terms of a like a national COVID plan. Yeah. Now that all the cases are spiking all over the place, and I mean, it's basically like, hey, each state, you figure it out on your own. But there's no no consensus, real national direction on this stuff.
0: And I know I know, it's like, you know, there's, there's arguments out there where it's like, well, yeah, like, the, New York is all fucked up because, you know, they, they have the highest numbers and all that shit, which is true, it's fine. But then you put the onus on the governor to do what they had to do in New York, and I feel like he did a decent job given the situation. Doesn't excuse the numbers, but still, right? But model behavior matters. So if your national leader does not exhibit the behavior that the rest of the country should embody. Because, like, look, you got people hanging on every word that the president is speaking and interpreting it however they feel like and then moving in a direction according to how they interpret it. Right. Right? That's power. That's a lot of power, and it can be very dangerous if, if it's modeled incorrectly. His intention could be one thing, but the way it's communicated, the mannerisms, all that shit matters. Right,
1: starts from the top, and then, and it's not
0: like
2: it's a it's a verbal slip up because if it was once or twice, you'd be like, okay, and then the person learns and realizes, oh, because they're new to politics, they realize, oh, my my words have a lot of weight, and there's these reactions that happen. But when you have four years of you knowing exactly what your words are doing, you know, this goes. I think this boils back, or this goes back to us as as parents and and fatherhood is. You know, they say, "Oh, the president isn't isn't a person that needs to be looked up to, or doesn't need to be the example." When the fuck did that? That was Change. always the case. Right <laughs> in school, they have the the picture of the president. That was like, like what? That was that was a lot of kids' dream. Like yeah, kids. like I would be a fuck president. Are you talking about you know? And then the president when he came out, when you're a little kid, that was the one time you did you know watch something like if there was a disaster or something big happened, you know, and the president came out the the kids usually looked at almost like a parental figure was coming out to speak to them. And sometimes they would show it in the school. um, If there was like a big press conference for something, you know, Yeah. and then talk about it afterwards. You can't do that with this president. This can't be an example to children. You know, I don't want that's, that's what I'm looking at as a parent. And I get it. You you know, people who are just into the, the, maybe they like his policies and, and they like his brashness and, and they think that's macho and, or whatever the fuck. But really and truly, I cannot really believe that the people that really, you know, support him would want their children acting like him. And yeah. that to me is like the easy, that's the easy choice. Like, I don't want that to be an example to, to the way that my children, you know, are raised or want to act like, like I could I already imagine, you know, uh, my kid being a little older and saying, what do you mean if the president acts like this you know like don't <laughs> right you know don't don't blame others for your mistake what do you mean the president does this don't lie oh what do you mean the president does you know, right. like, like yeah
1: i mean i think when they were talking about um in, in my son one of my son's classes um i i heard they were talking about presidents and then they put up a picture of barack obama and then all the kids, I could hear them on the Zoom. Everyone was, like, all happy and clapping. And, oh, President Obama, President Obama. Now, I mean, say what you want about, I think, policies. All, all policies. And, right. I mean, I think when it comes down to politics in general, I mean, you know, you can you can find a critical analysis. And right, right. So and each all their own, of,
2: dissecting it however you see the world.
1: Right. But I think um, that was interesting to me because it was just like, I mean – policies aside all that kind of stuff um you know i'd say 99 percent, maybe not 99, but people looked at him as like okay that's what a leader should act like in in the public and as far as like his mannerism and diplomacy and all that kind of stuff yeah speaking speaking to speaking schools like
0: <laughs> I, I i don't say this as a joke but i can see how people might interpret it as one um I guess, you know, if you think about silver linings during COVID, like school shootings are, I mean, I haven't heard of any, right? Obviously, because school is basically shut down in most parts of the country. So you would think, yeah, duh, doofus, of course, right? But but you think about that and then, you know, I, I kind of correlate that with some of the stuff I'm hearing that Biden's attempting to do, which is like, all right, there's, there's supposedly, you know, he's trying to put together like a, a billion dollar package to help, schools uh, well juveniles right um particularly like a lot i know mental health is a big piece of that in the schools like support that and being able to help children with with mental issues right so you you think about yeah. how and many
1: af- after school programs and community and centers
0: com- community centers so one
1: it's of the music programs back art programs yeah. back
0: right so 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 i guess two points so one every time there's a school shooting what does it usually go back to there's some talk of mental health issue somewhere right related to that that person that that did the shooting so and you hear time time and again like there are opportunities for you to fend that off if you catch the right you have the right resources and all these different things to try and stave these situ stave off these situations and then secondly to what you guys said right you know after school programs and music programs you know how in the Bronx as as a prime example you know how many kids my the organization that i sit on the board of supports like they they basically are an organization because all these services don't exist in the schools anymore when we were coming up i i guess we were spoiled like we had maybe not in abundance but they were available for us to do things after school and instruments i feel like everybody had like a required class to play an instrument at you know for for a duration of their school years. that doesn't happen anymore and it's such an important aspect of things like these programs so stuff like this that i just referenced sorely needed yeah no that's for sure <laughs> so so I, a quick quick story right so family i have right um and you talked about like the are the, you
1: fucking Yoda family? The, you, I have family. I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the, we we have family chat right, uh-huh. and everything was good. Like we were just kicking it. Like as soon as COVID started, we just started this little chat um, from family all around the country, but a big contingent in in my my favorite Florida, and the the divisiveness was brought into the chat. Like somebody came and started talking politics, boom, the whole chat blew up. Like, oh man, we don't talk anymore. And in the chat, right? Like it's it got really bad. The chat? Yeah, it 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 ended like we were doing Zoom calls once a week, and you know stuff like that. And it just cut the whole thing out. And it's crazy, Yo, It's your we're family. <laughs> like, what are we doing?
2: That's what's happening nowadays, and man.
0: that's that's the impact of this shit, man. And it's, it's like I don't like you know views are views. Like you're gonna have differences among everybody, but it shouldn't cause that big a divide among people that claim to be family or are you know close and care for each other, genuinely care for each other.
2: What I think, well, this is what what's crazy is that it used to be that why would you argue like that when ultimately at the end of the day the changes to your to your personal life don't really change that much right i mean i don't know do you guys think do you vote for the future of your families or for your like for the you know like the the near future like how do you how do you vote
0: i, I don't know if i ever thought about it like from a like time frame i mean yes do i vote for my family like do i have them in mind when i'm making decisions to vote yes but i don't think about it from a i think of i think of it term to term which is probably wrong because a lot of the terms have longer lasting impact on whatever policies are are enacted right
1: probably this is the first time i've thought about it more in terms of like health for the future and the fam and, and family. Cause everything just seems so crazy and chaotic right now. And I can't imagine more of this, <laughs> you know? So right. that, that this is probably like a, a more of a, not a scared vote, but of just like, like what else can like, there's gotta be something else that can change the course of where everything feels like it's headed right now.
2: And when you have, even Republicans who are turning their backs on their party and doing, you know, what is unconscionable, was it unconscionable. There you go. You got you it. That. You
0: got it. Hold on. Let's fight let's <laughs> that up. Okay?
2: <laughs> you know, I, I'm trying to get my lyrics up. <laughs> nice. Um, and they're voting, you know, for the other party. I mean, I don't know. For me, that says a lot a lot, you know, cause, cause usually people, they're, you know, they say like me, for example, I was raised Republican, you know, typical, you know, to an extent, typical uh, South Florida Cuban family in a sense. And, uh, we're, if people want to get into it, it's, it's, I don't know if everybody understands the you know, the history of why Cubans, uh, lean mm-hmm. Republican, but I was raised Republican and I considered myself as a younger, as a Republican, but as time went on, I, I saw different things and, and I looked at the world in a different way. And I even looked at history and to understand history better. And now I'm not even saying I consider myself a Democrat. I consider myself an independent because I'm not going to be held to one party or the other. But I, to me, it's a clear choice in this election. Like I'm voting pretty much Democrat down ticket, mm-hmm. you know, from the top to the bottom. So I, I don't even know what the fuck my point was,
1: but. <laughs> I, of, of of people in 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 uh, in their party turning against. Involved. I just
2: think that's a, like like if if you're I'm a marketer, you know, like yeah, that to me is like the biggest marketing, you know, like to, like you tool to use against the party, you know, like like hey man, like first of all, look at the people in the cabinet that have turned around and left, or you know, or wrote books and and are telling you straight up like a, you know, what's wrong with the administration. And then you have diehard Republicans who have created like, what is it called? The Lincoln foundation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Mm. and are, are openly saying they're voting Democrat, which is against what they, you know, like all the policies they hold dear.
1: You know what I think part of it is, is it's also just part of it is, is the politicians wanting to get back to standard politics. Yeah, I the, think that's that some role? of it. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Trump came in talking about he was going to what drain the swamp, and he wasn't with you know the the you know he didn't play the political game, mm-hmm. and I think that intrigued a lot of people because oftentimes when people are playing politics, it all for us the general public it just feels like nothing ever gets done. Yeah, you know, generalizing it sometimes. So I'm guessing that some people thought that you know that's like a seductive thing, like oh here comes someone who's gonna you know not play the the Washington games and and do I get something it different,
2: completely get it.
1: But and so I get that, but then but the games he's playing is <laughs> I feel like dangerous games. Um, so I t- so I think there's part of what you're saying. He is like yeah he's. Some of the some of the Republicans who are turning Democrat or I'm sure there's a lot of them that just, you know, think that his policies and everything are bad, and I think there's also some that just want to rein back in the, you know, kind of like the political status it. quo,
2: and the decency bring back yeah. decency. Well, the the appearance of it at the very least.
0: I mean, they had right. they had some lines they just wouldn't cross before, right. right? Which was, for all intents and purposes, respectable. Like you knew you can take it to this. You know, level, but you can't go beyond that. And right. and now all bets are off. Like, this shit is just fucking. Like, I I, I was traveling. Uh, maybe when he first got elected. When Trump first got elected, I was overseas. I want to say I was in Israel, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and Walla. no, no. Working. And like, as soon as I stepped off the plane, I felt like I was getting laughed at. Like somebody, you know, people knew that I had a blue passport and they kind of ah. was just like looking at and like smirking and shit. And I'm like, fuck, I'm getting clowned right now.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: and I spoke to one of my customers over there and I'm like, yo, so it was good. He's like, yo, how's how's that? Uh, how's that democracy going over there? And I'm like, fuck. And yo, and then I turn around, he's got like a, a orange, like extra bright orange face of Trump, like in his office. And I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, funny, yeah, funny. But like the laughing, like being the laughing stock of the world, like really fucks with me, because we shouldn't be that. Like this country, is I mean, it's too popping. This the U.S. is too popping for us to be, clowned the way we are for for him. We do some other shit that's dumb, but like, it shouldn't be because our leader, is. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. His
1: finger fell off.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's he's showing us a <laughs> so a bobblehead.
1: What do you guys think? So if 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 we did not have COVID right now, how tense of a political climate do you think it would actually be?
2: It might even be worse without COVID. Think? Yeah, more people in the streets potentially. Mm. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I I've told you guys in private. I'm not going to subscribe to all hell's going to break loose. Uh, you know, I have, you know, I, I do trust in our democracy and I do trust for the most part in, uh, in Americans. And I'm, and, and I think that, you know, the better side of us will prevail, but, but yeah, I think that if, if COVID wasn't around, more people would be a little bit more comfortable and more, and they would be organizing, And it would be causing more clashes and it would be causing more rhetoric to cause more clashes. Mm. And that's the part. Like I just, my whole thing is like, dude, like you're the leader of the free world. Stand up, be the leader of all of us. Even the people that may not like you. Yeah. Because that's your job. And if you didn't want the job to be the leader of the people that didn't like you, you shouldn't have taken the job. And that's, that's just my whole thing. And it's an example of like, of how people, you know, how leaders should be, how you, how you do run, you know, organizations and companies and, 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 and just, you know, character. And I just feel like, I don't know. I just don't see, I don't, I don't see how, how you know, I don't understand the support other than if you're just really die hard about the policies that he represents or that he's going to push through, then, then I understand it for that. But, but I just think that there's so much more at stake. Uh, it's like the character and the soul of our entire country, in a sense. Yeah. Um, just because of just the way you know the loose way of talking, man. It's just crazy.
1: Bars. Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. A bars today. E.
0: Thanks. So, something that something that annoys, <laughs> something that annoys the shit out of me that I was reading um, that actually. I think is awesome, especially because I have, well, I don't think my daughter is going to benefit from this, but um, Biden's efforts to give universal pre-K to three and four-year-olds. I think that's huge. Take it from somebody who has had to deal with that, right? Um, Deal with it. Like it's a problem. (laughs) But like put your kids in pre-K, the expense of pre-K is substantial, it's it's not cheap by any means. It's not it's not covered by your standard you know public school taxes. So you have to kind of figure it out, right? Um, and then how the chaos that that caused my wife and I to have to a find you know be able to afford it properly, so that she's getting my daughter was getting an ample amount of time, so that it's worth her going. So we settled on like four hours a day, which is not a full work day. So there's issues with that, right? And then. Um, the benefits for the kid, I think, are substantial because there's just so much good shit that they the right you know, if you go to a good spot that they they provide. Um, i I love that this is happening, you know, what will, will happen if, if he's elected because it takes such a monkey off people's backs and not having to think about how to afford it. And there's so many games that are played in how you qualify. For, like there's lotteries like we had to submit you know our application for a lottery it was hit or miss if you got some sort of benefit from the the city or the state I guess um to pay for it it's just so many things to jump through, so many hoops to jump through like the fact that they're just rolling out this is one of their um uh, i guess, maybe not a pillar of the campaign but one of their talking points i think is huge because it it, it, it helps so much in so many different people
1: and that, that's a point. Specifically targeting the black community, right? In- right, exactly. Yeah.
0: So I mean, well, I, I think it's universal. It's universal, right? right?
1: But they're touting it as right.
0: It's a big benefit to, to communities of color.
1: Right. <sighs> how does that How does that work right now? With the, I mean, because I know when we were looking at pre K, I mean, there were some public options. But those seemed like super overcrowded and when we were looking at so stuff.
0: I can only speak for kind of my municipality. I, I didn't, we didn't see those options. Um, it was all you had to kind of pay to play. Right. And, and it was really hard to come across like, A, occupancy, so they were usually full, B, affordability, Mm. There was just so many variables you had to contend with in order to try to find, and then you know you got to do your research to find a good spot because not every place is created the same. So it was just so many hurdles for us to get through, and financing the the situation I think being the biggest one because yeah. if you can't pay for it, then what are we doing,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that'd be that'd help a lot of families out for sure if that was able to jump off.
0: So before before we get out of here, I, I want to kind of if you guys don't mind sharing like what your election process was like, because um, I know you voted by mail. E, I think you voted in person. I went
2: early voting and I took my daughter with me.
0: OK, so. Yeah. Oh, you did take your daughter with you.
2: Yeah. OK, yeah. so
0: talk talk to us about how that shit went. Like, how long did it take you? Like, what, what was the experience like?
2: Right. I was I was worried because and I would imagine for any any parent in, in our situation where we're juggling like the, the 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 baby and the and the you know the the, the toddler the two year old that time becomes a thing like how long can you actually stay in a line and, and that's a thing. Yeah. So I knew I was gonna do early voting. I did it. I've done it already. Uh this is gonna be the third time that I did it, or it is the third time that I did it. There's a specific place I could have gone to one closer to me. I found out, but I went to one that I've been to already, so I already knew the parking oh. situation more or less what it, how it was gonna be. Went with my daughter, and we get there, not much of a line. There's maybe ten people in front of me. Oh wow! But but in the to get into the building. Yeah yeah yeah. So that's the that's the catch. Right. So I'm like ah oh, cool, and I'm with my daughter, and 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 my daughter has this thing every so often that she doesn't want to like stand or walk like she wants me to carry her and i'm on this thing that i'm not going to be able to carry her for long so i'll carry her as much as she wants me to carry her right now in life so i'm carrying her thinking okay this should move quickly and we're stuck and it doesn't move for 20 minutes oh wow and i'm like oh man i'm gonna have to abandon ship You know, she's not letting... I want to put her down. She does this thing where she, like, I'm trying to put her down. She lifts her legs up, like, not to let her <laughs> yeah. touch the floor. I'm like, come on. You
0: know? Yeah, Yo, you got to put her on your shoulders, bro. That's. The, and she's hilarious. That's she's the like, elite. uh, uh,
2: she goes, change arms. She knows because <laughs> when I'm tired, I change arms. She, what she goes, change arm. And I change arm. <laughs> she goes, change arm. And I change arm again. So um, I'm there and I'm like, oh, man. And I'm saying to myself, all right, I'm going to give it to... This time, and if nothing happens, and I'm gonna have to leave. But luckily, at the like the, around the 20 minute mark, it started moving, and it started moving pretty quickly. Mm. I don't know what the hell was going like why how that process was before it moved, and then you and I also she didn't we didn't have, she didn't have a mask on. Okay, uh, maybe this is the luxury of being in a in Florida, in a- <laughs> 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 but I had my Free-for-all. mask. She didn't she didn't have a mask. I had her mask in my pocket, but she just won't leave it on. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna wait till they make me put it on her and then I'll deal with it at that point. They never asked me to
0: Chris that your governor don't care about none of that. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> um and then I get in, uh show I think they only need for, for early voting just your ID. But I had my voters oh, yeah. my voter ID and my ID. I gave both. Um and then nothing. I went boom. Voted, uh, got out of there within. I'd say once I was in the building, within ten minutes I was done. So it was a thirty-minute, thirty to forty-minute maybe process altogether. It's not bad. Yeah.
1: yeah. K- and, my,
2: and then my girl went with my daughter as well. Oh really? Oh. And oh, my daughter's so like, got... oh, we're going oh. voting. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Does she yeah. tell you? Does she tell your ladies?
2: Change <laughs> Uh No, my my girl doesn't play that. She's standing She's for standing sure. The She's the walking. <laughs>
0: Okay, Kay, I mean, what was yours like? I, I've never mailed in a vote, so I don't really know how that works.
1: Yeah, we've been getting the the mail-in ballots for a bunch of years now. Um, luckily, my wife really put some time in to research our, all the local the, the local voting uh, options um, in terms of the candidates and everything. So she she goes in on investigating. because
0: She's on Ballotpedia or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, just going in and checking and finding out what these folks are about to make a more informed decision. So, I mean, thank God she did that. <laughs> We're generally on the same page with, with everything. So I lean on her a bit to fill me in on on that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably – and and also, I think that's probably an overlooked piece of all this is just the, the local voting and yeah. how important that stuff is because mm-hmm. uh, that definitely impacts – you know he, your 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 day. surroundings and your community for sure um so yeah she was just investigating that stuff and then like i said my son was interested in seeing kind of seeing the process at least of her filling out you know she filled out her ballot and then um and then it was time for me to do mine and my son was in another room and then my wife was like go do it in front of him because you know he's been curious about you know at least because he's kind of watching on the sly like. Yeah. checking out to see what we're doing so I went and did it in the in the room where he was in so so he could kind of see me doing it as well and then um and then there are and then my wife dropped them off and uh, we didn't put it in the mail they have some ballot boxes in different locations um oh, had to make sure we that they, we had, yeah we had <laughs> to make sure that they were the legit ones <laughs> so um so yeah they got a couple legit ones that are placed around and dropped them off
0: how did you know it was legit
1: they have the uh, when you get the the mail ballots, they have in, in all the printed materials like there's six different um, certified locations and so those are the those Official. are the locations that they're picking up from. Mm. yeah so How about my, you, Manny?
0: mine was not as smooth as you two. Um, my, we took little just just about two hours it took for us. Uh, uh, the line was
1: Ridonculous. Um, kids for, came at all? Or no? Nah nah nah,
0: nah. nah, 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 We we left the elder in charge and we just okay. went and did our thing. Um it so it was it, like I said, it was about two hours for us. The line was mad long. It was outside, it, it like wrapped around this long ass parking lot. Like it was it was tremendous. And what I've what I thought was amazing was I didn't see anybody leave the line right behind me in front of me the same group of people stayed steady throughout the entire process so that was really i was proud to see that because we i think all of us expected it to be a long process because as soon as you pull up you're like oh shit this is we we in this are we sure and the line was long and it maintained itself long they closed at two o'clock we did it on a sunday it closed at two, but everybody who was online still was able to vote, um, so that was good. I think there's miscommunication out there. I believe that's the case uh, in, in pretty much all places. So, but.
2: how do they close and maintain a line?
0: It's a great question. I don't know. I wasn't that far back to, to tell. <laughs> I would imagine one of the poll workers has to like follow at the end of the line and kind of tell people, "Right, right, you know, we're done." The
2: lady I had a lady in front of me. She dipped out the line and went. She left. Oh, really? That, and <laughs> and
0: then yours is only like forty minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But so same thing that happened to us, like the line was mad long outside, and then once you come into the building, yo, we had to go <laughs> another like 20 minutes inside the building. So uh it was it was mad long. But after we got to you know show our ID or whatever, like it was mad chill. there was no, there was no contention, there was no tension right on the line, which I, I kind of expected, but what's interesting is, cause there's a rule. Like, I think it's like a thousand feet or I forget how much of a distance you have to stay away. If you want to like, you know, fucking rah, rah. There was a a group of folks waving a Trump flag, honking horns, going nuts, kind of in our town square. And, and then like just down from them was one Harley Davidson riding looking kind of guy with a white beard and all that with a Biden Harris sign. (laughs) Him by himself and but it was cool like you know the freedom of speech angle i was like all right cool y'all do your thing and i think like you saw the faces of people um not necessarily in agreement with trump but they were cool with that i guess and they just kind of smirked and kept moving and it was like hordes of people like passing by doing that so it was it was an interesting kind of different vibe but it's actually my first time early voting ever like i've never done that before so that was that was fun.
1: You notice any tension in 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 your line or the people around or was it uh,
2: no. No, the the only thing the lady who left uh you know how they come up to you with with flyers people come up you know like telling you to vote for whoever mm. and then uh some dude walked up to her and but he was it was with a Republican flyer. She's like I'm Republican. I don't need that. Like that's the only thing. And but then she ended up leaving. So uh, uh, that's the only thing. Uh, other than that, nah. Everybody was chill, calm, cool. No, nothing. But I guarantee on election day is gonna is gonna get rowdy, rowdy, piper out here. Rowdy, rowdy, piper. Because I I've worked political campaigns uh, through the marketing my marketing company and been out on election day and it and this is not this era in previous yeah, eras and right. it was rowdy.
1: Well, well, hopefully come November 4th, we're all here to Zoom about. Yeah, <laughs> about right? It. Nah, we'll be fine, man. We'll be fine.
0: <laughs> all right, gang. Hasta all luego. All right. vote, the vote. time. Yeah, make yeah. sure y'all vote, man. Like, you hear us talking all this shit. Um, at the end of the day, man, y'all just got to get out there and use your hard-earned privilege and vote.
2: Don't be like Boris. Big <laughs> Sad. Later. Yo, be a
0: father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.
1: Be a father to your child.